0: Hey, Kobe, you frosty? Icy hot, partner. (laughs) You know when Jeff Bridges said that in the movie, it sounded like he was filming an Icy Hot commercial. (laughs) What's going on, guys? My name is Barry.
1: And this is Kobe. And this is Who
0: Watches (laughs) This. What's going on, guys? We are on the second film of our... Oh, second or third? Third. Third. We are on the third film of our flop month. Yes.
1: Great movies that (laughs) flopped in the box office for some reason or another.
0: Uh, For for the most part, what we have been seeing is that they just come out on unfortunate weekends. True. Where bigger movies are coming out. Yeah.
1: Or poorly marketed.
0: Right. (laughs) I think this one got a good, decent amount of marketing, but it went right? up against The Conjuring.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Yeah. And Despicable Me too. So, a really bad time to come out with a very obscure comic book movie.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing lots of commercials for this, but then I didn't... Like, I didn't see this till this week. This is the first time I've ever this seen this.
0: This is the this. first time you've seen it? Oh, man. No, I, I... You know, Ryan Reynolds has been really funny ever since I saw him in Van Wilder. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to see how, like, how he would progress in his career later on. And it's nice that he's found him, himself, his, like, he found his pocket. Oh, definitely. Where he's like, this is where I work and this is where, you know, it's going to be. And then he's evolved his humor from, like, the Van Wilder, like, very Porky's type of humor into...
1: Right, but it was very fitting for that guy. For, for that, the fraternity kind of movie. For the
0: fraternity kind of movie, but then like you know, like sometimes you see those type of movies and you're like, mm, how far he's pretty, and, and he's he fits this fraternity porky's type of humor. Yeah, but how much further is he gonna go? And, right,
1: or is it always gonna be the same kind of movie?
0: Yeah, but I, I'm glad he's found his like little sarcastic asshole type character. <laughs> If you guys don't know what we're talking about, because we've only given you... Well, we actually gave you both the actors in the movie, Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. Yep. We are talking about R.I.P.D., a.k.a. Rest in Peace Department. Ripped. <laughs> Which he definitely is. And I'm, I'm surprised he did not take off his shirt in this movie.
1: Mm, that's that's true. Right?
0: Uh, so if you guys don't know, R.I.P.D. is a Dark Horse comic right released at some point in time cuz i didn't do my research <laughs> uh but if you ever see the comic book cover of this film it's it's weirdly fitting like perfect casting yes yeah cuz i don't know if i could picture jeff bridges someone else other than jeff bridges as the role of roy i right
1: yeah he 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 definitely fits the part <laughs>
0: And he's uh, Jeff Bridges is definitely I don't know if he's making fun of Ryan Reynolds, like past characters or anything, but he never gives Ryan Reynolds the chance to talk. (laughs) Just (laughs) like how Ryan Reynolds does it in Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) So it's nice to see Ryan Reynolds on the other end of the stick playing sort of like the straight man. Right to to jeff bridges like yeah. funny
1: person. and i didn't till just the second think oh hey they both in more been in marvel movies because jeff bridges was the bad guy from the first iron man movie
0: oh yeah he was the iron monger yep uh <laughs> but you know i um it's funny like because before this this is ryan reynolds second attempt at a comic book movie
1: was this after?
0: This was. Uh, I think this. This was after Green Lantern, right? But I think it was before Deadpool,
1: right? Because it came out in twenty fifteen. Unless you count the Wolverine origin movie. Where no, no one was, counts that. Where he was the pre Deadpool, Deadpool. I don't count that because
0: he wasn't like the main.
1: He didn't have the costume. Doesn't count. He doesn't have the costume. <laughs> it was
0: just a Wolverine movie, and he was just a side character. He wasn't helming the main portion of that film. But then he
1: was also he was also in a Blade movie. Oh yeah, but he was also in that one. He was also a sidekick. Right. right. So so he could have also been Deadpool in that movie.
0: <laughs> I mean, he had two swords. <laughs> He was pretty much just a vampire killer Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie came out in July 19th, 2013, going up against The Conjuring. <sighs> so, yeah. And I think at that t- point in time, a lot of people were interested in The Conjuring because it seemed like it was... It's, it, I think The Conjuring is the start of the deviation from like this generic slasher type of horror films yeah that was coming out it was going back to almost like the exorcist type of like feel
1: right because they did a a bunch the the annabelle and conjuring yeah
0: like the whole conjuring universe yeah and so i I feel like ripd didn't get a fair shot (laughs) right because it feels like the conjuring should have came out in october I don't know why October isn't a bigger, more month for a horror film
1: movies. It seems like it should be (laughs)
0: because
1: I don't to me. It's like spring is comedies. Summer is like your action blockbuster. You know, fall is your horror movies. And then, you know, you get to December and you have your Christmas movies like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. (laughs) i don't they both both those came out like in december so to in my head that they're 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 like holiday movies <laughs> well so does so, so the
0: star wars it always comes out like during holidays yeah the, at least the disney ones have always came out during the holidays um so <laughs> well let's get to the review before we get into anything else <laughs> or like just the plot of the film and so we start off with uh ryan reynolds playing nick walker his partner is kevin bacon his his wife is a beautiful, adorable French woman.
1: Right. I, I don't know who she is, but yeah.
0: it's just cute. Yeah. And she and in the first scene, you also see her, and she wears no bra under the shirt, which is... <laughs> and she speaks... Like, this movie made me remember how adorable French girls are when they speak English. i <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure if I speak French, I just sound like a an American asshole speaking. <laughs> French. But when a French girl speaks English, it's like oh, it's so adorable, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, yeah. And so Kevin Bacon. And so really, the mo- the start the movie starts off with Ryan Reynolds doing a little monologue,
1: right? Of because he never does
0: monologues. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Reynolds is basically gonna take over Morgan Freeman's job when Morgan Freeman decides to stop doing monologues. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's a little explanation we get. We get a little, a little preview of what happens at the towards like the middle of the movie, where he's explaining like, the, oh, the big blob that's coming is not him. Jeff Bridges in his cowboy outfit <laughs> is not him, and then it's Ryan Reynolds shooting at this blob-like creature, and then getting run over by a car. Yeah. But he says three to four days ago, that wasn't him. Yep. And then we go back to him being just a regular cop. Uh, but the first thing that we do see is him burying gold pieces in the backyard. Yeah. Which is never a good sign. Right? <laughs> like You're not a pirate, Ryan Reynolds. Why are you burying gold? Uh, but he puts a, an orange tree on top of it. And the next morning, we see him wake up with his beautiful French wife.
1: Right. And he, and he makes comments about the, the orange tree is uh,
0: a gift for you,
1: a gift. And it's supposed to mean prosperity in the future.
0: And and she's like, well, it's not going to last through the winter because we live in Boston, not California. Uh, but, you know, and then they, they have a little little morning, morning delight. Right Before, she makes him late to work, yeah, <laughs> but I mean it's worth it I, right probably uh, it never really explains if she works in this film.
1: right. she yeah. just kind of goes for her morning jog and he goes heads off to work, yeah, which I mean I like, guess it doesn't really matter.
0: I mean, but it's still Boston Boston's expensive, right? Can you afford like a nice little townhouse like that on a cop salary?
1: Well, he's not wearing a police uniform, so he's already up to like detective, detective status. So he's yeah. probably making a little bit more. Okay. Well, so we'll when go he, with that. <laughs> So when he gets
0: to the station, we have, we see this is the first time we see Kevin Bacon. He's roasting everybody in the station. He tells like this one overweight cop. He's like, "Hey, you should give that towel a break and get a robe."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy whoops the towel off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then him and Ryan Reynolds is like, oh, it's bar face. <laughs> I don't think I can get that image out of my mind. Uh, but but Ryan Reynolds has, is talking to Kevin Bacon. He's like, hey, man, I don't think I can go through with being like a dirty cop. Right. You know, uh, because earlier his wife is like, I don't need money. I just I want the happiness I have with you. Right. You, you don't have to give me and- Bigger a bigger house, and he's or, get,
1: he's getting that nerves where he's like, sure, I'd like to have this, the money I can get for selling this gold, but is it worth that that possibility of
0: getting found out,
1: being yeah, losing my job, going to jail, you know, you know losing she, my wife. Yeah, she thinks I'm this great, super honest cop. Can I, can, can I, I live with the secret?
0: Yeah, and so he he tells Kevin Bacon, he's like, hey, I'm out. Don't worry, you can keep your gold. I won't say anything, and but then Kevin Bacon plays it off like he's like, "Yeah, you're right, man."
1: He's yeah, he's like, "I I didn't need a a speedboat anyway. You're my best bud. We just we'll just grow old and retire poor together." (laughs) Which
0: is like it's like it's a nice sentiment because your partner is basically like your work. Spouse, uh, right in that type of situation because you know obviously they're probably going through long stakeouts together,
1: right? Yeah, and, and like yeah, certainly. I mean, like you've seen the more realistic police movies, and like and you you, you certainly see the bond that some of those like partners partners have. get going through these, these tragedies that yeah that and, most people don't experience,
0: and and these high stress situations, right. And, Wanting to hopefully count, be able to count on your partner to have your back at all times, right? You know, and then and and the and plus like you know with movies like End of Watch, where where you wanna
1: that was if, actually the one I was thinking, yeah, of. yeah. <laughs>
0: where like if your partner if something happens to your partner, you want to also take care of their family too because they, you know, you guys do barbecues together, you guys do like your birthday for kids together, so yep. they have this bond. So Ryan Reynolds never really, uh expects him to later backstab him. Right. Right. So they, they get a call that they, they, they're they able to have this huge drug bust on the major meth dealer in Boston. And as they're going through the warehouse, they're clearing it out. It seems like Kevin Bacon has his back. Uh, but when Ryan Reynolds goes to the top of the warehouse to catch yep. the guy. Right.
1: Chasing the main bad guy.
0: Chasing the main bad guy. All of a sudden, Kevin Bacon whips down the door. Like he has something surprising to say. <laughs> and Ryan Ronda's like, Come on, man. And that's then, it. I
1: almost just shot you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh but all of a sudden Kevin Bacon's like, I can't let you return that gold. And then pfft. Yep.
1: And that's a that's a fun scene 'cause he gets shot and then he's falling and you could still see his face like as he's falling, and then he just rotates enough, and they get this great angle where he hits, and just neck just snaps.
0: <laughs> well, like I think the neck snaps on one of the ledges, but then he pretty much pile
1: drives into the <laughs> ground after that. Is the the uh, ridiculousness uh, scorpion where he like hits, and then his like foot just kicks him in the back of the head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but at this point he. He wakes up, and it's a really cool, like, slow motion type of scene or free scene where everything around him is frozen. I, right. And then he gets pulled into the sky by, like, this huge tractor beam. Very alien-ish-like. Uh, but before it, he can go into the eye in the sky, he gets pulled into a department or, like, into a white room. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll give you some time to to assess the situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, she's like, Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but this is where she she recruits him into the our the rest in peace department
1: because he has skills, right, that they need. And it's one of those things like she kind of gives him the thing. It's like, Hey, you lived a good life, but then you did this horrible, corrupt thing as a cop. Yeah. And judgment's probably not going to look favorably upon that. So would you like to uh, be a cop um, and kind of like redeem yourself? Yeah, or sure. do you want to uh, go in front of the judge and see if he sends you to internal damnation? Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like
0: she's selling time shares. That's what it sounds like. <clears throat> right. She, she's pretty much blackmailing him into working for her. I, right. <laughs> Uh, But, you know, I guess that's how how you got to do it, right? You got to work it off. But uh, unfortunately, Jeff Bridges has been working it off since 1800s. (laughs) (laughs) And so as as he agrees to do this, she's like, oh, you can pick where you want to go. You want to go to Boston? He's like, yes, because he thinks he'll be able to see his wife again.
1: Right. Yeah. He thinks he's going back to his old life. Yeah.
0: But nope, that's not the case. Uh, (laughs) So they go through the station. She sort of shows him a little bit of the rundown until she's like your partner is a pain in the ass. <laughs> and then it's Jeff Bridges in this awesome like western accent 1800s lawman. <laughs> well that's what we, that's what we used to call him lawman. <laughs> um but he uh, he calls he, he Jeff Bridges is like I'm a one man operation. Don't need a partner. Yep. Uh but apparently and you think he's he's exhibiting like sort of like this uh very like top gun type of person in the station, yeah, But later you find out there's better cops,
1: <laughs> and he even admits it yeah he's
0: like oh, he's actually a really good cop <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, so at this point in the movie, we go through the whole ropes of like him trying to show Ryan Reynolds how to do the job. Yeah, But then Ryan Reynolds is like Hey man can we stop with the rookie stuff Because I've been a cop for 15 years (laughs) all right. well you go in there And handle the situation then I'm going to just eat my Indian food
1: (laughs) And so they're interrogating You do that accent better than Like every episode You try to do an accent and you did them all so poorly That's a good Jeff Bridges (laughs) (laughs) Um Like, who uh, can't do Arnold? I don't know. It's really hard to do the Arnold accent. I
0: don't... I can't do the chopper thing. That's, like, usually the baseline of, like, an Arnold accent. That's where you start off. You're like... Get in uh, (laughs) uh, But Jeff Bridges, I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, I remember watching um, The Big Lebowski as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh he just has like a really funny cadence, oh, right? You know, it's a little bit easier to do than like than uh Christopher Walken, because yeah. he takes like really weird pauses in several places, and he has like a little swag about his like accent. That yeah, I, yeah, it's you either it's, can or it's you can't. It's not like either. a
1: country, like a accent from a country. It is. <laughs> it is <a> Christopher Walken. <laughs> Walken specific accent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Ryan, uh, so Ryan Reynolds. Is
0: trying to uh, interrogate this guy, but he has like little
1: flashcards. (laughs) uh, Right, that was like I don't. It's like one of the funniest parts of the movie because these flashcards that are like pre-written questions make no No sense. sense. (laughs) But but then
0: Jeff Bridges like tries to tie them all into like Indian food. Yeah, he's like like chicken marsala. Uh, but, but he keeps eating this Indian food, and I, I assume it's curry, like a chicken curry, or maybe it's a chicken a chicken tikka marsala or whatever. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but he keeps interrogating him, and food keeps flying out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he starts to transform into what I feel, what I think they explain later on, is the image of how they died. Yes. Cause he's like, oh, his mouth's all ripped like that. It's because he probably used to be a snitch. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, but after all that, you know, he's. I think Brian Reynolds says, like, why did he transform? He's like, I don't know. It might be the cumin. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. this is something about Indian
0: food. <laughs> At first second I was like, did he just say cumin? Because he was like, hey, it might be the cumin. <laughs> so like, he said it in the weirdest way. Uh but Ryan Reynolds is trying to cuff this guy, but he gets overtaken. He flies out he jumps out the window.
1: Oh, so while he gets overtaken, the this monster thing handcuffs himself to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then rips his arm off, his own arm off, yeah, his own arm off, and he grabs like a milk carton which had gold pieces, right, which are very resemble like resemble the gold pieces that Ryan Reynolds had buried earlier yep. in the movie. Uh, but as as they jump, as he jumps out the window, uh, Jeff Bridges like I forgot what he says, <laughs> the pony up, <laughs> pony up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: And he basically rides Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's it's super yeah. degrading. Out of the window, out of the window, and he has bounce like his, off, uh, yeah, bounce yeah. off the side of the other building,
0: yeah. and gets the guy. But he, as he's riding at me, I think he has his hats off, like he's riding a bronco. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up uh, they end up icing the guy, the snitch. Uh after because oh,
1: right, they have they have special bullets that will like, only hurt the, the dead spirit dead people. Dead people, but they won't hurt normal humans.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> and so after that, as Ryan Reynolds is trying to he's upset that he just got ridden. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh Jeff Bridges is behind him grading him, he's all like, Well your performance back in the room was not so good. But <laughs> <laughs> But your performance coming out the window, mm, nice and soft.
1: <laughs> your internal organs gave a nice, soft landing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice, soft landing. Huh? So I'm going to give you a C C+. <clears throat> um, but then as the bus is coming over, Ryan Reynolds is all like, hey, relax your body. <laughs> oh, that's what oh, he said. Right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, as he's coming out the window, he's like, relax the body. <laughs> uh, but then Ryan Reynolds throws him in front of the bus. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention though is that before, they, when they get into the, the Earth, back to Earth, they all have different bodies. Oh right, the yes. The most important thing, uh, Jeff Bridges is a beautiful blonde woman. Right, and and Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Poe's dad from Kung Fu Panda.
1: <laughs> right, uh, James Hong. So yeah. he's uh um uh the oh uh, Big Hong. Trouble in Little China. Yeah, James Hong is. <laughs>
0: Probably one of the most prolific, like, Chinese actors oh, yes. in America. Right. Because he's lasted in this business for, like, the longest
1: time. Yeah. Because yeah. he was in, like, in the 70s, he was in, like, Chuck Norris movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, before Chuck Norris had a beard. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, you know, as he got older, his
0: movies got more funnier and funnier.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, he was, like, the, uh, he was the Viet Cong that was, like, Torturing Rambo in the Rambo movie. Oh yeah!
0: <laughs> and then now he's Poe's dad from Kung Fu. Panda. And then
1: Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: Uh. But as as we really progress through the movie, because I want to give us time to like be able to like talk about our favorite parts and not do mm. it all in this review. Um, we find out that Kevin Bacon is actually a, a deadite or deado. That's I guess that's what their like nickname was. Um, because, you know, later on, they go to one of Jeff Bridges informant, who is a huge Red Sox fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as Ryan Reynolds is trying to get information out of him, he's like, I don't know what that gold is bad. I'm sorry. Uh, but we find out that Kevin Bacon as one of his informants. Yes. So he takes the gold piece. They They follow Kevin Bacon to to Ryan Reynolds old
1: house. And then there's the argument over like, oh, he's going back to your house because he's sleeping with your wife. (laughs) He's like the humiliation. (laughs) First, he kills you, (laughs) then he sleeps with your wife. Dead three days.
0: Been dead only three days. The humiliation—he <laughs> keeps reminding Ryan Reynolds how humiliating this whole situation is. Such an asshole. <laughs> uh, but later, you find out, like, with, oh, the only thing they really do see is that Kevin Bacon shows his wife that he was a dirty cop, right? Which for her is probably too much of a heartbreak because of everything that's been going on. Yeah. Uh, but as we progress through the movie. We find out, yeah, Kevin Bacon is a is a o Right. He allows himself to be caught. Oh, but before that, Jeff Bridges says, you know, Kevin Bacon might be wearing something to cover up the smell. Right. Because, because of the dead-
1: there's so soul, soul stink is something yeah, they call soul,
0: it. soul stink. <laughs> you put an A in there for that stink. <laughs> uh And then, you know, Ryan Reynolds remembers that he always used to wear this uh, St. Paul Charm mm-hmm. That his grandmother made him. But when they go to arrest him, he pulls off the charm and then the stink is so wretched that it rots away at the house. Yeah. Because earlier we see that like with people that have soul stink, it would kill plants.
1: Right. Or it would uh, burn out light bulbs and it would. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: But Kevin Bacon stank so bad that it. Cracked the house in half,
1: right? So apparently, like his stank was being held in by this charm for. Years. They said, "Yeah, they, I think they said they were partners for like five years or something like that." So yeah. it's been, it's been a minute, one now. week since you looked at me. <laughs> 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 um,
0: but he allows himself to get caught because uh some of the gold is back at the R.I.P.D. Right, and it's already like in evidence. It's already in evidence. So. Kevin Bacon sets up a trap with one of his other friends, and they have this orb. And so, as Jeff Bridges goes to put everything into evidence, one of the evidence people throws the orb into the basket, and then it slows down time for all everyone in the R.I.P.D. Right, which is a really cool sequence. As he's explaining it, he's like, "It only slows you guys down; doesn't slow us down." Right. Yeah. And so, this is like we find out that. Uh, Kevin Bacon's whole plan is to open to complete the staff of Jericho and to reverse the polarity of the body and souls going Uh, right because it's
1: almost like there's a fan that sucks the souls up yeah and then it like reverses that fan and then it blows all the souls back to earth yeah but then then they then they can live on earth because there will no longer like it's almost like opening the gateway
0: yeah and, and we we do learn that like all of these things that happen on Earth, humans can see. That's why that's why right. the RPD have bodies, and these deadites or deados like can manifest themselves in like their own body. Yeah, it's, it's, it's never explained. But then we get into situations where deados are running around in their real body, and then everyone's freaked out. And then we do get into situations where James Hong Mm -hmm. is holding a banana. Right, yeah. And it's really Ryan Reynolds holding a revolver. Yes. (laughs) Just him holding a banana is hilarious. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so Kevin Bacon does end up completing the staff, reversing the polarity. And the final ingredient that they need was the blood of an enemy. Which... I mean, Kevin Bacon had stated as Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Bridges are trying to stop him that it didn't have to be her, but it's nice to complete the circle. Uh, right? Yes. Since he S- killed one, and he should kill the other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they we have this big, huge fight. Uh, Kevin Bacon does end up stabbing the the beautiful French wife. Right. <laughs> and the blood does drip into the staff of Jericho. And then, so the polarity is being like reversed. All these bodies are about to bring uh, come down. Jeff, and then, as Ryan Reynolds is getting beat by Kevin Bacon, he tells Jeff Bridges to do some cowboy shit, <laughs> which he does. He he makes a lasso out of some steel wire and brings down a, a bulldozer of right. some sort to destroy the staff of Jericho. And that's
1: where that's where our opening quote was from.
0: Oh like, yes, yes. You frosty,
1: you frosty. Icy <laughs> hot, partner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's
1: it's a fucking commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and he's old, so I could see him rubbing it like on his back. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's
0: it called? Ryan Reynolds' wife starts to die because she she sees the same thing that Ryan R- Reynolds sees when he dies.
1: Oh, yeah, where everything super slows down. Yeah,
0: super slows down and then Ryan Reynolds gets a final kiss with her. Yep. Because you think, like, as the audience, you think she's going to go up into the sky and, you know, go for a judgment, uh, but she ends up waking up in a hospital. Uh, the doctor that's in there is actually the chief of the RIPD. Yeah. And then we get this really weird interaction between the chief and Jeff Bridges where she bites his goatee, and he's all like, "Well, she just coyoted me. That's something that we used to do." <laughs> and, but Jeff, Jeff Bridges, like, "Oh, hey, I got you a new, uh, a new, new body." So, and he's like, "Oh, I,
1: thank goodness, not an old Asian man."
0: And then it's a like, it's a it's a young ginger girl scout <laughs> with a with the terrible headgear. Yeah, like it's. 1980s braces like brace face looking uh but then we we get to the end of the movie right there uh, Kobe, uh is there like what are your favorite parts of this movie
1: um there was a lot of good parts in this i the funniest parts and they're like just kind of sprinkled in is the interaction between uh like jeff bridges as the model <laughs> and like people around like he's having this argument jeff bridges and ryan reynolds having an argument and like just some sleazy guy walks over and he's like hey i'm a photographer i do uh uh music videos my phone number's on the back and he's like look at me i'm an attractive woman i will snatch your balls off and like <laughs> well, he's like
0: i think the exact thing he's all like, well excuse me I am a woman. I am not a piece of meat oh, that you can other.
1: put. In. So if you don't want to get castrated, I'd step that's, away. And then grabs the card and flicks it into his face. Uh, um, and then there's like every single time, um, like a guy sees the the girl version. There's that like music in the background, uh, the
0: saxophone music. Yeah.
1: And they're all like, "Oh!"
0: In 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 any situation, like when when the when the fat blob drags the bo- drags her, her
1: through the window of like oh. top story of a building. <laughs> they're like, "Oh my!" <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: that, that's funny. One of my favorite parts about Jeff Bridges in this movie was uh, he had to always he constantly brought up the fact that coyotes ate his body. Oh <laughs> right, yes. And then when he was. He he had an argument with Ryan Reynolds. He's all like, "And one of those coyotes kept making love to my skull." Do you know what they call that? And and Ryan Reynolds goes to say, "I hope they got both eyes." <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks so sad, and he, he leaves. But then in the next scene, they're still together. <laughs> He's playing an accordion.
1: Singing the song about him being eaten by coyotes.
0: Well, you know, back in the West, you could just sing about anything with an accordion or a harmonica.
1: <laughs> but the, yeah, you're right. It keeps going back to that because like they make comment and Ryan Reynolds like, yes, I know what it's like to be shot. And he's like, no, you don't know what it's like because you got shot with a modern sterile bullet. <laughs> I got shot in the 1800s with this dirty, nasty bullet. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's true, right? It's probably
0: Ryan Reynolds got cleaned through.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure it's because he because makes a comment like that. He's like, he's like, yeah, I was thinking. I'm glad it's sterile as it was going through my face.
0: <laughs> I know, but I think the situation was Jeff Bridges probably had gotten shot, but it also he probably died from infection I, rather than yeah. Shot. Oh, and one of the cool parts too. I mean. Jeff Bridges really stole the
1: show. Like he really leaned into this cowboy. I, right? Thing. Yeah, because because Ryan Reynolds actually is muted compared to what he usually like, you, is. Like you're you're now more used to him being like that very quippy Deadpool kind of character, and and how he is in like the new Netflix movie with him and. Oh,
0: like, under 6 Underground or yeah. something? Okay, yeah. Um, and
1: he's, like, very quippy. Um, yeah. And here, like, Jeff Bridges it overpowers that. <laughs> well, you know, you can't...
0: It's hard to beat the original. <laughs> right? <laughs> I also think it's because... I don't think I've ever seen Jeff Bridges in a
1: Western. He... I, he has to have been right. You, like after, like watching this, I just was like, "Oh yeah, and that's his usual part." <laughs> but maybe not right because he's the yeah. dude. He's the he's the ironmonger. He's a Hawaiian surf penguin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe you know correct. he's the guy from Tron. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I mean,
0: correct us if we're wrong, but I just don't remember him in anything like Three Ten to Yuma. Or anything of the sort. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure now. Yeah, see? like, I, Yeah, so it's really hard to see. So maybe that's why he leaned into this cowboy persona so hard. <laughs> He's always... I
1: always wanted to play this part. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be a cowboy.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There's this. There's, there's a really good part. Um, we got to talk about Kevin Bacon. You know, we were talking about him before this show. Um, but... So, like... When was... Like, was it Hollow Man where he just started to just become a creepy bad guy or a slimy type of
1: bad guy? Right, because all of his early stuff, he's always the good guy. He's always pretty. (laughs) He's, like, footloose, like, dreamy Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And then, like, he disappears for a while, like... In the movie making industry and comes back and then yeah, like I said like you were saying, hollow Man maybe kind of was like his comeback movie, I remember them making a big deal about that, yeah, and then it was then he just kind of like he's just bad guys maybe maybe it's
0: because maybe he feels like there's more like there's more he could do as a bad person like as a villain, maybe you know, like it, i I think what made villains so like like academy or like award-winning type of good was especially after the after Heath Ledger's performance as a Joker mm-hmm. where it, it showed so many like like sides of what a bad guy could be versus right a good guy All right yeah but i mean it would be nice to see him in another like good guy role uh, yeah
1: i guess I'm trying to think. He was he's the bad guy in X Men, yeah. right? He was Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, something
0: yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, just every movie or anything I've seen him in lately, he's either like a dirty cop or a corrupt politician, right? A Corrupt business. <laughs> oh man! I, well, I also like Ryan Reynolds in this film because he's pretty toned down from what he usually is. But I think he works really well with Jeff Bridges as like his straight man.
1: I, I do, yeah. We're I straight. and I was like I always kind of like watch other people's reviews and stuff when, well, after I watched one of these before we get doing the podcast, and everybody that was the biggest complaint that the two biggest complaints was that this was exactly like Men in Black, and that there was no chemistry between Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yeah, and I and. I feel like maybe if I saw this when it came out, mm-hmm. I, my head would have compared it to men in black, but yeah. it's been so long that I, that it, it to me, it's totally separate. Like, yeah. you know, it's a, yeah, it's too, it's a old partner, young partner. And they're in this like mystery agency, whatever. Yeah. But I get, every time a movie does well, other movies do something Similar. similar. So, like, I don't have... I don't hold that against it. Yeah. Well, like you said, like, I thought they had great... They worked well, very well together.
0: Yeah. Because well, if you look at it, like, it sort of felt like maybe, like, a mentor and a mentee. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff Bridges... I mean, like, obviously that's what, like, that's what Tommy Lee Jones was to Will Smith. Uh, but for them, they're so similar it almost felt like they were like father and son.
1: Right. Cops. Yes. Cause they were both, they were both quippy where like, um, men in black was much more like Tommy Lee was the straight man. Yeah. And Will Smith was comedy. Yeah. And like they, there was a great chemistry between them too, but yeah. it was like, there was just more, I was like, I'm going to say the jokes and bounce them off you. And here it was like taking turns. Yeah. Making the smart ass remarks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean like of course a little like uh, Jeff Bridges did overshadow uh Ryan Reynolds in the Quippy Department. But but it was nice because if you want to take into account how long Jeff Bridges' character Roy had done how long he's been in the RIPD versus Ryan right. Reynolds, it makes sense that he's more jaded about this job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And at the end, he like they, they they tack on like an additional fifty years to his uh, sentence. sentence. Um, so <laughs> like it definitely seems like yeah he's he's not a rule follower, yeah. and that's he probably is going to be doing that forever because <laughs> it's always gonna just be like oh you're getting close oh you messed up another twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one
0: of my old, like another favorite part of mine was when the Dedo had like had that huge machine gun. Yeah. Uh, and, and Jeff Bridges is all like he's like oh a standoff this is something I made this shit <laughs> and then he goes he's, and then he, he's one of those 10 paces type of duels and headshots two of the dedos and right. he's all like always oh, check the steeple oh there's always somebody in the hotel uh, and then he shoots and there's nothing there he's all like oh but they were probably on the roof <laughs> but him and, him and Ryan Reynolds shoot the person on the roof yeah,
1: and every time he's driving, his like one leg is like up on the seat. <laughs> like okay, so like
0: I, a lot of Asians do that. I don't, I don't know why. Even right now, I have like my leg on the seat underneath another leg. <laughs> but but it's just a really comfortable way to drive. I, I used to have a enough. Ford. I used to have a Ford Taurus, like a sedan. Uh, but in the front seat, there's no like council or like a little panel thing. To, like, you know, put stuff in. So it was pretty much... You could sit three people in the front, three people okay, in the okay, back. Okay, okay, yeah. And so when I used to drive sometimes, I would put one leg to the other side and I would use the gas pedal with my, my left leg, which is a little it was weird. It took a while to get used to. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also probably a really dangerous way to drive, so...
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> and then the other funny thing was that they kept making... Reference to was uh, uh, Jeff Bridges kept noticing girls' ankles <laughs> <laughs> because he was like in the 1800s, girls dressed conservatively. It's the only thing you could see. Oh, yeah. she's got nice ankles. <laughs> and then later on, like he's like he's like I saw that you uh you have your side piece in your boot. And when Riddle's like stop looking at my ankles, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is so weird because like especially like in today's time. You know like the girl that the first time he mentions the ankles, the girl's wearing like daisy dukes uh, right yeah. And the only thing he notices is the ankles <laughs> and then at towards the end when after the girl coyotes him, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, she's wearing those stupid white boots, so I can't see her ankles.
1: <laughs> she's a tease,
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I remember like learning about in school like I think i was I was reading some sort of colonial books like L- L- Little Miss Prairie I forgot what that show was called
1: oh Little House on the Prairie
0: Little House on the I think it was like a book before yep. or something like that that's where I learned what cow chips were <laughs> <laughs> but then I think I remember our teacher saying that <clears throat> or, or, I think it was Huckleberry Finn that I was reading but I remember our teacher was saying like yeah back back in those days you couldn't show your ankles or else you'd be a
1: harlot yep. so I was like
0: and then I, went, I I leaned over to my friend. I was like, "What's a harlot?" He's like, "That's a hoe, man."
1: <laughs> yeah, we actually growing up, we had a uh, like a uh, Indian family that lived next door to us, and they were very Americanized and wore jeans and like things that they weren't supposed to, like the girls. Yeah. And uh, but then they had family come in from out of town, and they came uh, they came over to our house because it was, I think it was like a Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, no maybe it wasn't things maybe it was like easter yeah because i remember we went outside and we were like we we're gonna go in the pool and uh they were like well we can't we can't go in the pool because these people are from india and they can't they can't see us like oh. not covered up where like tons of times they had come over and gone swimming with us yeah you know because they had they They're had kids they had kids that were like the same age as me so yeah, yeah. So, we hung out with them lots, uh, and it was just re- that was the first time I ever like realized that other countries had really had like a different culture like that. Yeah, man. So are you telling me that in India there's no pools? <laughs> well, f- you, there is, but like, uh, it's only m- for family. Yeah, or like, yeah, or like the men can go, mm-hmm. but if you if you're having outside the family, the women didn't go. Oh man! And I remember, I remember one of the one of the girls, like going and like she wore jeans onto the plane but then um, before she got off the plane she had to change because she wasn't aware allowed to wear Jean- jeans once they got to india oh wow that's crazy so she had to change either on the plane or in the airport before yeah
0: it. yeah man so i mean jeff bridges is definitely from a different time Actually. same same country right different time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know if i could live in a, in a world where ankles were like the thing the cleavage like oh I wonder what those ankles look like. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd probably be disappointed if there was like a hair on it. Like, oh. oh
1: gosh. <laughs> My goodness.
0: <laughs> See, what I'm really waiting for is for Underboob to be a thing, you know?
1: <laughs> I have no problem with Underboob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kobe, was there anything that you didn't like about the film?
1: Um. I didn't really have any complaints about it. I, like, lots of times if you have a movie that does poorly, you're like, well, you know, this part was good, but this part was bad. I don't... The special effects? I don't know. And it's one of those things where, like... So this was 2013? Was yeah. Um, so, like the cg on like the monsters and stuff mm-hmm. was not fantastic. Yeah. Like you could tell they were computer, but watching this now like I don't know, when I watch a movie now, any movie that's more than like 2 years old, I'm like, oh that's an old movie. Of course the cg's <laughs> not going to be good.
0: <laughs> yeah. So like I
1: didn't even really notice it, but that was another thing that that people complained on like on reviews was how bad the the cg was. They're like Avatar had already come out. And like Avatar's flawless, and then you come out with this. Like, what was the the budget difference? I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
0: like it wasn't too bad. I mean, if you watch Avatar now, it's sort of like dated. You you can
1: already start to see the
0: yeah. You can start to see like oh, it's 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 like watching a cutscene from a video game. Mm, okay. Yeah, but for this one, I think it would have really benefited them if they tried to do the practical
1: effects as much as possible right we are a fan of practical effects yeah. if you don't know that go back and listen to the rest of our podcasts because we mention it often
0: yeah <laughs> yeah just because um i guess i guess for some some of the places i really think it's just when the when the dedos would like grow into like a bigger statures mm-hmm. that it would have been more difficult but if they had just did the makeup to where it just looked like how they look like when they died.
1: Right. They wouldn't have to be so oversized.
0: Yeah. So oversized. So over the top.
1: I and- guess it's they were supposed to kind of represent their sin. So like if their sin was like gluttony, then they got really big and fat. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. They didn't really say so. That was just something my my brain kind of added to the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's definitely it
0: because you know we see the whole mouth ripped apart because the guy was a snitch. Yeah. Uh, you know the guys that are like really big and fat are probably like that's a part of their sin is the gluttony and all that stuff, but I feel like if they had showed it into like a, a more mild form, versus like this very exaggerated form, yeah, that the practical effects would have been really cool, and then you could have put more money into like all the the damaged stuff that was happening right right that, I mean, that was another cool scene too like when all those little like portals were opening up all over Boston yeah and then they were driving and then the parking garage scene which I totally think Fast and Furious stole from this movie <laughs> mind you when all the cars are flying down and Ryan Reynolds is like leaning into them so that it would like a car would smash into it that was a really cool like sequence for the chase scene
1: Definitely. <laughs> I'm like I don't know what to add. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, but
0: yeah, For me, like, yeah, like, yeah. The 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 special effects right now is pretty dated, uh, which is probably my but, only complaint.
1: Right, but really, it wasn't bad. And yeah. Like, like the acting was good. I I really liked like Kevin Bacon, even though even though that part was like very predictable. Like when you first see Kevin Bacon's as partner, you're like. Oh, oh, he's gonna stab him in the back yeah. and then end up being the bad guy. You know. <laughs> um <laughs> so like the the story's not that complex that you you can't kinda see things coming. But besides that, I'm mean like
0: It's a fun watch. It's yeah, definitely. It's 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 only it's not even that long, it's like maybe an hour and forty minutes, tops. Um it's it's fun enough to where you can differentiate differentiate it from Men in Black. Because, I mean, if you... Okay, so if you go back to Men in Black, you could always just be like, oh, that's just Lethal Weapon with, you know, science fiction in it. Yep. No, no, (laughs) exactly. Right. You could always... And
1: Lethal Weapon is, uh, you know... I can't think of anything, but... (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, Lethal Weapon is just 48 hours. Oh, uh, exactly. So, I mean, like, I don't think it's a valid complaint where you could be like, oh, this is just Men in Black. I mean... It, it's a buddy cop movie with like this is more supernatural than science fiction right you know so uh, I, that's not really a complaint that i i think is valid for this movie um i think it, it was just an issue with coming out at the wrong time like i think if this had come out maybe even, maybe like even october because it deals with supernatural stuff it was like the first week of october oh right it would have done better you know i don't i think they really banked on this being a like a blockbuster movie. summer
1: blockbuster and maybe maybe that was what their thought was there wasn't another big action movie to go against it yeah and so that, that it was gonna that it was gonna do better and it was just yeah i think it's yeah The, the just cl- bad timing
0: the clapping game from the conjuring took over the nation gonna... <laughs> uh so it, well, we're gonna go to our review section if you guys haven't been uh here before we do our reviews in four ways we do stream it dvd it blu-ray it and ultimate box collection which for this one would be ultimate box
1: collection of buddy cop movies (laughs) oh oh that's that's intriguing (laughs) uh but
0: yeah that's how we do our reviews colby uh yeah
1: yeah i feel this is definitely like a watch like everybody should see this this is. It's a, it's a fun, it'd be a fun party movie, like something you could throw in the background when stuff's going on. You don't have to pay a hundred percent attention to it. Um, entertaining enough that anywhere, anywhere in the movie you could jump in and you're just like, you know, you're not really lost. Yeah. I mean, unless you jumped in on one of the parts where like, you know, James Hong stands up with a banana in his hand (laughs) and you're like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if you you gain anything. I don't know what kind of background or any like extras you'd get with this.
0: I think it would probably uh, like uh, it would probably be things from the comic books,
1: maybe that transferred and into this. I do like comics. <laughs> <laughs> that may push me to Blu-ray. Yeah. Um. I. I think. I think just for the movie, I'm gonna go DVD. Okay. Uh but yeah, I would be intrigued to see if uh if they had some like comparison to the comics and stuff like that in there. Um because that, that might be real interesting being a comic guy. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, for me, I actually really like this movie uh, just because it's nice to see Ryan Reynolds not being so over the top mm-hmm. all the time because like when you put Ryan Reynolds in a movie, there's there's a fear of him being to Ryan
1: Reynolds right
0: yeah so it's nice to see him in a movie where he is just pretty normal
1: right where he's playing he's more playing the side but not the side comedy
0: yeah and it's nice to see Jeff bridges doing comedy ish type of things again uh,
1: right because this is this is like the the dude but cowboy qu- yeah but quirkier like <laughs> There's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: so, uh, for me, I would get, I would probably get this Blu-ray. This also came out during the time uh, Pacific Rim came out. This came out a week later. Oh, Pacific okay. Pacific Rim. So, like, for me, it, it was an awesome time for the movies because, of, oh, Pacific Rim, giant robots, I- okay. I totally saw Pacific Rim. What? Supernatural cops taking down Kevin Bacon? Okay. (laughs) The Dude and Van Wilder? (laughs) Yeah, so I I remember watching this in the theater, and I was like, oh, this is pretty funny. Like, I liked it. I got my friends to watch it. They liked it as well. Uh, But, yeah, I was, like, really sad that, like, it flopped. Right, and it flopped hard. Yeah, which is uh, disappointing, but... I think at this point in time with like with uh, with like Rotten Tomatoes and all these. It's
1: got like a 15 percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah. But what was like what was the audience <laughs> score, though? Like, you know, It's weird, oh, you right. know, because everyone's so like technical. But like it's always nice to like have movies that you can sort of just like unwind and shut it down the brain shut that right just enjoy it yeah yeah, this isn't like a brain dead movie but it's just one of those movies where you don't have to think too hard
1: But, but yeah
0: you know the formula is all the same if you've ever seen buddy cop movies just with different actors but it was still a pretty fun time i like the concept of a supernatural police force Taking down bad spirits and all that stuff, right? Yeah, and I think the the relationship between Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds' characters is perfect. It's hilarious because
1: right, and it was it was a little fun because they were they they had died, and yeah. then it was like it was the police force for heaven coming back to earth to, and it wasn't just the like we're gonna be the police force for the church, to, yeah. So that people don't know that spirits are escaping from hell.
0: Yeah, (laughs) one of the uh, sorry, one of the funny things I do remember in this movie is when Jeff Bridges first tells Ryan Reynolds his real name. It's it's it's, it's Rosifus. Rosifus, and he tells him it was a very sexy name (laughs) back then,
1: back in the day. All right, just just call me Roy. (laughs) He's like, okay, Rosifus. (laughs) Rosifus. It's (laughs) Rosifus.
0: <laughs> oh man, but we are coming to the end of the episode guys. Thank you for joining us on our episode. Uh if you guys want to contact us, we do have our email and our Twitter down below. If you guys want us to do a certain theme uh, or even just watch a movie, for- if you
1: want to fly us out to have us do a podcast with you from anywhere in the world. <laughs>
0: But you also have to include room and board. Right. And yeah. also not murder us.
1: I, well, <laughs> uh, might be okay for ratings.
0: <laughs> just let us know. We're always open to any sort of suggestions and all that
1: stuff. But at least just like us, share us, give us a thumbs up. Review us. A kind comment. Right. Or a snarky one. Either way, we just want
0: to know you guys are listening. <laughs> and we'll even give you shout outs. Okay. To at the end of the episode, as a thanks for being an audience member. Right.
1: And, again, anybody knows the Tostino Pizza Roll people?
0: <laughs> We're looking for sponsors. <laughs> movie po- uh, movie, Pizza Pockets. <laughs> uh, but that is going to be our episode for today. I'm Barry. And this is Colby. And this is Who Watches This. If you guys want to check out who does our theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's called Arcade Montage from the Music for Podcast 3 album, and you can check out her Bandcamp down below.
1: Thank you.